Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the newest episode of the Whistling in the Dark podcast. I'm Patrick Bradley. Today is Sunday, August 5th, 2018. And I apologize. Uh, I really wanted to get this in now. I have to head out in a couple hours. Um, but there is a thunderstorm brewing, um, and it's probably going to get picked up on the microphone. <clears throat> I don't know. Maybe it'll add a, kind of a cool vibe to the show. Uh, so um, today, I uh, you know I, I keep all these notes, and they're they're pretty super random, uh, which is basically just how my head works just kind of jotting things down and then putting together the pieces that seem to be nice um so uh i wanted to touch on one thing that's probably going to be really short uh but i wrote it down and it was a thought i had a little while back um about uh sports fandom and tribalism uh stuff i hear or you hear a lot and um and this idea of tribalism is really uh, bandied about uh, quite a bit, um, kind of when it's convenient to sort of make fun of some other group for acting stupid. Um, <clears throat> and the uh, the other thing, I, so I was looking through uh, the the news and um, CNN, you know, doing the usual thing, uh, and I was thinking, now ah, you know, maybe I'll do a show pretty focused on that. And, you know, the front page is Trump, Trump, Trump. You know, every single um, every single article is either is either, you know, has Trump right in the title or it's it's about him, um, somebody else talking about him or whatever. And then uh, I've been thinking about, um, you know, I, I was wondering, like, you know, there's like a CNN kind of always been like this. And, uh, you know, my assumption is certainly no, they haven't. Um, but, you know, unless you've been documenting, you know, CNN, I mean, who, who possibly remembers, you know, what news they were reporting or, you know, whatever at different times. And, um, I, uh, I then I was thinking, oh, man, like the Wayback Machine, you know, I wonder uh, how much they've been able to to log and, and archive of CNN over the years. And um, a good bit, certainly enough to prove my point that CNN is completely like lost the plot and all they are are just uh, anti-Trump um propaganda machine at this point, you know, trying to desperately do anything to hurt Trump uh, for the next election. Um, I mean, they they don't even focus on other Republicans or they hardly even talk about other Republicans. It's just like all their eggs are in this one basket. <clears throat> so anyway, I, I went back and, and the the uh, the site itself is, is a little slow. 
Um, so I, I kind of went around, took different screenshots of, of sort of interesting times to sort of compare and try to get through the uh, different headlines, um, you know, but it's, you know, it's pretty shocking. And um, I also, uh, a buddy of mine in Seattle sent me an article um, from National Geographic, the world has left Yemen to die. Um, so, you know, that's going to be very uplifting. And um, if I haven't gone on too long, I'll talk about that. Uh, otherwise, maybe I'll just, I could share it on the, the Facebook page or, uh, you know, also in the show notes or something. Um, yes, yeah, so uh, I didn't plug it last time. Um, at all. Uh, so, and I've been meaning to plug it early. I'm actually working on a, an intro that's going to kind of say all the things I want, like where to find, you know, where to link up with me and, you know, stuff like that or whatever. Um, so if you want to, uh, connect with me, uh, you can do it on Twitter, Patrick J. Bradley, just my regular personal account that I've had for a while. Uh, I don't, I don't go crazy posting a lot of political stuff on that. Um, you know, but certainly I'm, I'm there and, you know, you can connect with me. And also the, uh, right now the only real, uh, web, uh, property for this, um, this podcast is a Facebook page and, uh, it's, uh, just search whistling in the dark podcast. I also believe that the actual URL is from the original title, which was no hope. And so if you facebook.com slash Patrick Bradley, no hope that, uh, that looks like to be just the permanent unchangeable URL. So those are the ways to connect with me online. Um, and also, uh, I guess if you, well, I mean, you have to make a Podbean account, but, but the, uh, you know, this, um, podcast, you can also get through pod, uh, Podbean if you want to connect with me there. I think you can leave comments on it. Um, but yeah. So anyway, wanted to try to do, get that out earlier. I normally wait till the absolute end. So I feel like nobody really hears how to find or connect. And certainly, you know, if you like, um, you know, if you like this podcast, please share it. Uh, you know, um, it's, uh, growing a little bit. I mean, I, I, um, I, the first sort of 10 or so episodes, um, you know, not so much, um, but the uh, recently I've sort of jumped up a little bit. I mean, we're talking small numbers here, but, you know, it, it sort of bumped up. It seemed to be holding steadier. Um, and so, you know, I if you like it, you know, it's I mean, at some point, I mean, I'm I, you know, if I don't get traction after some unknown amount of time, I would probably pack it in and stop doing this um, because it, you know, it does take a few hours to produce, you know, each episode, um, you know, and that's not really including the time I spend sort of researching and stuff when, you know, I, I normally would not submit myself to reading this much CNN 
Um, so anyway, uh, all right. So let's talk about this little tribalism idea. And I don't have anything to cite or whatever. This is really just my idea. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, I've said a number of times I'm a pretty avid sports fan, um, you know, particularly NFL, NBA. Um, but, you know, I have been since I was a little kid. I grew up in the Philadelphia area. It's, um, you know, I wasn't really raised uh, at, to be a sports fan. I mean, I kind of found football on my own and then sort of these other, you know, the other sports. Uh, I was really big into hockey when I was younger. Um and, uh, you know, there's definitely, uh, I, I don't know. So, you know, the identity in my younger years was not, you know, with my family. It was really, you know, um, some friends of mine really connected over it and we were just really into it, you know. And then as I got older, or well, actually, you know, my mom actually did get me down to a game pretty early. I think I went to my first game in like 87. Um, anyway, and, you know, it was, uh, that was, you know, that was pretty crazy, um, you know, for for me. I mean, I had no uh, prior experience that was going to prepare me for uh, uh, the veteran veteran stadium Philadelphia Eagles game in the late '80s. Um, but I I absolutely loved it. I fell in love with it, and I I played sports all the time. It's like all I wanted to do. I mean, I wasn't very good at sports, <laughs> but um, but I I loved it, and you know I wanted to do something in sports. I mean, I think I wanted I wanted to be a uh, sports broadcaster. I remember that was like probably my earliest kind of career goal. And um, you know, looking back, I mean, I I I don't know. I I, I mean, nobody nobody guided me towards it and I, I didn't make any effort. Um, but anyway, so that, that's like, you know, I have a lot of, a lot of history for it. And, and I mean, as I got older, it definitely was like a connection with the city, you know, and it's interesting, you know, I, I've lived in Atlanta. I originally moved here in 2003 and, um, I lived in Philly for a couple years between now and then, but, but I've been back now for, like five years or so, uh, you know, and I really love the city, but I don't, um, I don't like switch allegiances. Um, so, you know, I don't really know where that, that falls in the whole like tribalism thing. Um, but you know, I mean, I guess it, it would be like, I don't know, somebody that grew up in, you know, Paris that, relocates to the United States, I mean, there's still going to be some, you know, Parisian pride, some French pride for sure that they're, you know, I'm sure will hold on to their entire life. Um, but anyway, so I feel uh, and so I hear a lot of times it's, you know, they talk about, oh, it's just like tribalism, like there's just this core part of us uh, as as human beings um, that still has this tribal nature that, you know, we recognize like our friends and our enemy, you know, and then like insiders, outsiders, like whatever, you know, I forget the, the way that it's, it's spun. And, um, you know, I, it's one of those things that is just sort of repeated. Um, it's repeated a lot. And, you know, I doubt, one percent of the people that repeat that honestly have any clue if the research behind it is any good. You know, this is just like 
<laughs> paleo psychology. I don't even know what you call what you call this, but I mean, we you know we have enough trouble understanding like how our brains work right now. You know what I mean? And then to just like do psychology on you know like cavemen. Uh, I'm not really buying that it's super accurate. And um, and I have some like that. I you know my background isn't uh, psychology, but I do have a PhD. And my research was on problems in neuroscience. So, you know, for uh, for a few years there, you know, I was pretty heavy into the neuroscience community and, you know, got a pretty good idea of what we know, what we don't know. You know, I went to, uh, which is like the biggest neuroscience conference of the year, you know, every year and would walk around, um, you know, look at the, you know, different papers and stuff. And I mean, one thing that jumps out is like, you know, there's still like, there's still no good model for, for memory, right? Like they, there's no place, like, right. Nobody actually knows how memory works, you know? So, um, you know, I, I tend to like when, when other things are sort of told to me with like the same authority that like, you know, a uh, physicist talks about, you know, the uh, the weight of a, you know, uh, I don't know, a silver atom. You know, it just doesn't work for me, man. Like they, they're not the, the there's not there's like different levels of knowing things. You know what I mean? Um, and uh, and like, uh, you know, I, I actually had a, a buddy of mine who was a philosophy major used to talk about the um, the idea of like. Uh, they were studying, you know, knowledge and like soft knowledge and hard knowledge. And I don't know. It's like, you know, um, well, anyway, I mean, I think I think you guys get it. I think you get the idea that there's like, you know, it's it's sort of connected to this like larger kind of idea that I can keep kind of putting forth that I, I brought up in the first episode. But, you know, it's. It's like okay to not be certain, you know, and and to believe one way over the other. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I don't know. Um, you could be unsure if nine eleven was an inside job, um, but you still could have an opinion of what you think is the truth. You know, but but there's a difference. You know what I mean? Like. You know, I'm I'm certain my name is Patrick Bradley. Like I am very, very, very certain that that is what my mom named me. You know, my mom and my dad. And uh, like I'm not I'm not gonna be. You know, there's no there's no like argument that I'm gonna get. Like I have a birth certificate. You know, whatever. Um, and. Uh, but you know, global warming. I'm. I have, uh, you know, I don't even know if I have an opinion on that, honestly. Like, I I just, I still am at the stage where I, I, I kind of am skeptical of everything that's brought to me, either side. I mean, it feels like it's such a politicized thing. And, you know, most of my friends are, like, unable to get information that hasn't been politicized you know like i mean i think that there is big money in making sure that the public gets like you know uh 
information, all the information they get is spun, you know, in the direction of whatever way they want, right? So, like, you know, left or right. And, and that's if you even believe that there really is, like, a left and right when you get really, really high up, you know? Um, like, there's actually, you know, like, that among the, the elites, like, there's actually competing ideologies um, that are represented in the Democrats and Republicans. I don't believe that to be the case. Um you know, and that would fall somewhere in between the strength of my uh, global warming convictions and the conviction that my name is actually Patrick J. Bradley. Um, anyway, so we got we got this tribalism thing that is, uh, you know, we hear we hear quite often. And I uh, I I just think that there's a totally other um very uh, reasonable explanation, and it's that uh, we have a sense of empathy for the competitors, the people in in the in the uh, the events. You know, we like connect with the um, the players, and this is another like you know pretty well studied phenomena. You know that uh, when you see things. You know, on TV, I mean, it's it's one of the things that like people are worried about with like pornography and stuff. It's it's like the people think that there's, you know, in your brain there there's there's kind of like a part of your brain that doesn't quite get that it's not actually seeing like two people having sex right in front of them, uh, like in the room with you, you know. Or I mean, it you know, I, obviously like. It's a very complex experience, and I'm sure your brain is sort of puzzled by why it's not smelling things or, you know, sort of feeling, sensing sort of, I don't know, <laughs> vibrations or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, there, there's things that are off, but, you know, it does, it, uh, it, there does, you know, seem to be uh, something to the idea that, like, seeing, a player, you know, sort of achieve something or whatever, score to the touchdown, like, you know, we connect with that, you know, um, and sort of like vicariously live through that uh, and sort of get to have some of that experience. Um, and, you know, like, and, and it's like sports, like pretty intense, man, like that level of competition and that like just pure in your face, like, you know, all the money's on the line and it's just like very cut and dry. Like there's a winner, there's a loser, you know, regular life is, is not that obvious, you know? So, um, anyway, I, I don't really have that connected to anything else. Uh, it's just something I thought about and, you know, um, I really think that, uh, you know, like many things, the sort of parroted, accepted narrative for whatever existing, you know, or, you know, human behavior is, is so often wrong. So anyway, you know, I mean, it's like, I, I think it's probably closer to why people watch, you know, super violent TV shows, you know, it's like people just kind of like get off on it. You know, it's like, 
they get to sort of their brain gets to get tricked into sort of feeling like seeing people get killed without people actually getting killed. You know, the, it, I don't know. I, I think it's I think it's very similar. I mean, and maybe it's a blend of it. Like maybe it also has like the tribalism and stuff, you know, as well. But the thing about sports competition is, you know, I also believe that there's like a part of your brain that like isn't tricked into like that knows that a movie is scripted, you know, um, it knows like like there's that part of you that knows that, you know, that it is scripted, whereas in sports, it's not scripted, you know, and these, you know, these people in there are like truly like like their lives are actually really affected. You know, I mean, if they win the Super Bowl, you know, they're probably going to be like far more wealthy than, you know, if they don't win the Super Bowl or whatever, you know, all the accolades that come and they don't get any if they don't win. Um, so anyway, that was uh, that's the that's that's the skinny on uh, tribalism versus empathy from Pat Bradley. Um, and there, you know, I was looking, I mean, there um, there are like papers about you know this empathy stuff but uh i don't know i i think it's i think it's okay to to leave it there um just wanted to throw out a different way of thinking about something that you probably have heard a good bit before um so moving on to the news cnn.com today uh this is what i'm looking at Sunday, August 5th, 6.19 p.m. on the East Coast in the U.S. Uh, President's tweet is top, their top story. Trump is twisting himself in knots. Analysis. President's tweet admitting the 2016 Trump Tower meeting was about obtaining dirt on Clinton raises even more questions. Trump worried about sun in Mueller probe, sources say. Judge guts potential Trump defense strategy. Trump defends sun's meeting in angry morning tweet. Trump attorney blames bad information for his false statements on the Trump Tower meeting. Ivanka Trump laughs off the Trump Tower question. Manhattan Madam met with Mueller's team. Conway, I don't believe journalists are the enemy. So that doesn't specifically say Trump, but she's obviously referring to Trump. Scaramucci, I'd tell Trump to knock it off. Scaramucci says Trump's press attacks are bad strategy and bad for the country. Hope Hicks seen boarding Air Force One. Again, Air Force One is... Still Trump. Spies in the suburbs. Oh, shit. Uh, spies in the suburbs inside the CIA's secret defector unit. All right. MJ, that's the first. I mean, how many headlines I just read? About 10 he headlines. That's the first one that's not about Trump. MJ's replied to, to Trump. I got LeBron's back. Opinion. Trump attacks on LeBron fit a disturbing pattern. What Ohio special election will tell us about November? That's actually not about Trump. Um, is you know, politics, though. Pastor, God protect Trump from jungle journalism. All right, so... It's a lot about Trump. <laughs> Literally everything but one story of their main stuff. Um, 
They look like they do have this other uh, this other section, news and buzz, that doesn't have just like nonstop Trump. Um, and the third column, six arrested and assassination attempt of Ven Venezuelan president. Um, here, death threat made to CNN anchors. Uh, at least 82 dead in an earthquake in Indonesia. Okay. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, so that's, you know, the first, of, you know, I mean, in America, we leave, you know, English, which is the language of this uh, publication, you know, we read left to right. You know, I've said before, you definitely put what you want people to see in a certain place uh, when you're building a website and, um, you know, they have 10 of 11 stories in the main area are all about Donald Trump. So I thought I kind of jumped around in this Wayback Machine and picked a few different um, a few different times that I thought were kind of interesting. Uh, the first one I jumped to was I think they keep it. So I jumped to this date uh, in 2010. So that would that would essentially be like the identical time in Obama's presidency. Um, right. This is his second year, August 5th. So I picked up August 5th, you know, 2010. So eight years ago, just a little bit, you know, a little bit ago. And so let's see. <laughs> I mean, it's like ridiculous. So here, here are the headlines. Uh, same, I mean, the same exact order. You know, left, left column down, right column, uh, or middle, you know, middle column. So the biggest, uh, they actually do look like they ordered things a little bit different. They look like they're trying to get you to focus on the front the main column but anyway uh well you'll get the idea anyway so the the first thing on the left uh with a picture uh bp to pour cement into well in next phase of static kill so we all remember that that thing in the uh that oil spill in the gulf um coastal sales plunge bp offers cheaper gas and the depths of the disaster uh, I'm going to jump to that middle column just as it, it seems a lot more. Uh, I, I'm just trying to go in order. It, it changes, you know, over the years, the way it, you can tell, like they're trying to attract the eyes. So then the top middle column, agent's mission, spread kindness. The woman behind secret agent L has been performing random acts of kindness since July 2009. Why? Because one of her blog readers asked her to. What started as a birthday request has become a weekly mission, and we can go and see the full story. Um, some other top things are victims, family, tracks, driver on Facebook, terror of deadly spree heard on 9-11, who is leak suspect Bradley Manning? Wow. Wow. So this was, he would, Bradley Manning was just a suspect at the time. Why, why people still use Blackberries? Flood victims, brave temporary bridges, 
Five foods I'm ashamed to say I love. Eat, pray, adapt, making book a film. Anne Rice, why I quit Christianity and how presidents age in office. So that's a, roughly the amount of, uh, you know, um, the amount, the same, about the same amount of stories that I read. And what jumps out at you, you didn't, the name Barack Obama not mentioned once, not mentioned, nothing about his policies, nothing about, you know, war in Afghanistan. Uh, wow, this would have been really interesting if I had, uh, I, 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 I don't know the timelines of the, the Middle East well enough, but I wonder what was going on in the Middle East in uh, 2010. Um, so I, I just paused recording for a second to look it up and, um, yeah, it's, it is, uh, there, there's stuff going on. Um, it, you know, I think, but you know, what the big things were Iraq and Iran, um, and they were, you know, have been going on for a while. Um, there's like. Iranian election protests, Yemeni Al Qaeda crackdown that was had started in 2010 and went on for five years. Uh, you know, obviously Israel, Palestine, Gaza Strip stuff. Just you know that you know that's always always been going on. Um, there was a South Yemen insurgency from 2009 to 2015. I mean, they weren't, they're weren't; they not reporting on now, so I'm sure they weren't reporting it uh, on then. Shia insurgency in Yemen, which is different. So, yeah, the Shia, some Shia coming in, which are, I think were the Houthis, uh, or the Houthis are Shia. Then you have Al-Qaeda also coming in. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, Yemen's, uh, Yemen's had some, some troubles, man. Tough, tough times. But, you know, Syria and Egypt don't really start until uh, 2011. So I think that's like the Arab Arab, uh, Arab Spring. And, uh, oh, I wonder, where's Libya on this? I, um, what? I didn't even see it. Libya. Libya. Oh wow, Libya is not. So this is a Wikipedia article titled "List of Modern Conflicts in the Middle East," and Libya is not on. Uh, unless I don't know how to spell Libya, um, which I guess is yeah, which is which is possible for sure. Um, Yeah, that's pretty weird. It's left off this list. Anyway, so uh, um, all right. So that well, something started in 2011, and then another thing in 2014. So okay, so they're off the hook at least for that. Uh, the only things that were going on in the Middle East at the time were sort of already long-standing things. Um, anyway, it's uh, it's pretty. It's still. You know, I think the the point is very strongly made. I mean, 
they're, you know, a little, you know, a little partisan. I'm sure they're probably hard on BP, you know, um, and, you know, as you would expect, like, Democrats to be. Um, I, you know, it's just a lot about that. I mean, this agent's mission of kindness, family tracks, you know, uh, driver on Facebook, who is Bradley Manning, people using BlackBerry. I mean, they're just, you know, it's all different news. And the thing is, is, you know, I... <laughs> Like, there is a lot of news in the world that is not connected to Donald Trump, you know? And I think that it's, you know, it's just such a shame that, it, that like, you know, the biggest, uh, you know, one of the biggest news organizations in the United States. I mean, I, I think when you, you know, what is the number one brand in news in the United States? Uh, it's got to be CNN. You know, I mean, what what else? What do people think of, you know, what are your, your regular average person? Right. Like it's CNN and Fox News. So, uh, yeah, we could do a Fox News thing like this as well. So anyway, um, so that's eight years ago um, on this day, eight years ago. Absolutely. Like, you know, not pol politicized at all on the front page. Now they have a tab called politics. But that's great, right? You know what you're getting into. I mean, this is just like the homepage stuff. This is what I remember, you know, I, I really do remember that, you know, this is the way CNN was. It's like normal news, you know. Um, then I went to, uh, so August 5th, 2002. So that one was 2010. And 2002, right? So this was like eight, you know, eight years again back. Um, and so this would be the same time in Bush's presidency. You know, so I thought that would be interesting. Like, okay, so maybe they just like lay off Barack, but they, you know, they're sort of just, you know, laying in wait or whatever. Um, so now, you know, and again, you're coming back 16 years. I mean, the amount of turnover and stuff, uh, you know, is... Um, in, in any company is, is pretty big in 16 years, but you can see that, I mean, they have so deeply changed at, at like the core. Um, now, obviously, uh, George W. Bush's presidency in his first term was really, really different than what Barack Obama had going on, you know, or Trump. Um, now, they make it sound like Trump is, uh, you know, we're on the verge of World War Three, but, you know, 9-11 was unlike anything that e that occurred during either of these presidencies, uh, even though uh, I think a number of people compared Trump talking to Putin to Pearl Harbor, which was totally insane. But I do think that comparing 9-11, as far as like the intensity of it, is certainly compares to Pearl Harbor. Uh, you know, I think it's a sim somewhat similar amount of people that died. And you're talking about people, you're talking about New York City. I mean, that's kind of like the heart, you know, of the United States. I mean, that you can't hit anything, you know, more influential than that for, uh, for the United States. Um, anyway, all right. So now we're at August 5th, 2002. Top story, rescued miners give thanks. Um, 
vaguely remember this, but nine miners who spent more than three days in a flooded coal mine 240 feet underground joined family and friends at a church service today to give thanks for their rescue a week ago. So there you go. Positive story. Uh, rescued miners. They have a bunch of sort of follow-on um, uh, stories on that. On the scene, they have a section called where it says Shards of Glass and Blood. I'm not sure what that is. Um, on CNN TV, so some other thing they're going to have is the Larry King weekend where he has Samantha Runyon's uh, mother, Erin, discusses the tragic kidnapping and death of her only daughter. Latest terror, this is another section, latest terror attacks kill 12. A series of terror attacks have killed 12 people and wounded dozens of others in the Mideast since Sunday morning. Weapons cache was found near a historic stadium. Uh, I did follow that link because that, that sounded pretty interesting. Um, that was... Um, that was actually like Greece. I, I can see if I have it. Yeah, uh, Athens, Greece, amid a crackdown of the 17th November militant group. Greek authorities, authorities say they discovered a cache of weapons Sunday near the stadium where the first modern Olympics were held. Uh, so, yeah, man, this 17th. There's a pretty cool movie about these guys, I think. Um, but they've been blamed for killings of 23 diplomats, politicians, and businessmen since 1975. Uh, so that's interesting. So there's like, you know, back in the day when, uh, even though 9-11 had happened, right? I mean, this is less, this is, you know, getting like 11 months after, you know, there's probably like hundreds of Al-Qaeda or something. You know what I mean? This was before, you know, we had really gotten into overdrive with producing uh, the militant Islamic terrorist groups, you know, that number in Lord knows what now, tens of thousands. I wouldn't be surprised there are a hundred thousand. Well, maybe the number's gone down since uh, Trump sort of backed off in Syria and, and uh, you know, let Russia sort of help Syria, you know, get ISIS under control there. Um, but anyway, uh, report tape sheds light on World Trade Center rescuers. Five die in a Dallas shooting. Teen arrested for lighting shoe in plane. I, th I think I actually remember that one too. Spam. Has it become a stalemate? Uh, uh, they have a thing about what should we replace the World Trade Centers with? Uh, the inside story of the battle that led to the first U.S. combat death in Afghanistan. Uh, so, you know, they, uh, at least they mention Afghanistan. They are not, uh, pretending that we are not in war. Um, you know, that, that's something I guess they started to come up with later, I think more in the, the Barack years. Um, but if I'm not mistaken... I did not mention the name George Bush and this entire uh, front page. Same time in his presidency um, as, as we are right now in, in uh, Trump's. And uh, Trump's, it was, you know, 90% of the articles or more were directly about him. If I, in fact, there was one article that wasn't. I mean, that's, I don't know if there were 10 or, or what um, or more, but... 
Uh, not a single article about George W. Bush on the front page of, of this uh, this year, and not a single article uh, about Barack Obama in the same time in his presidency, presidency on CNN. Um, so, you know, maybe the turnover just sort of happened. Maybe they found out that they could make a lot of, you know, maybe that just they're following the money. I mean, maybe they get a lot more eyes, a lot more views, and they could sell more advertising, um, you know, by invoking the name Donald Trump over and over and over. But, like, good Lord, man. I mean, you know, at what point is it just, like, a tabloid or something like some weird it's like a tabloid with an agenda you know um i mean yeah like you know how i mean how you know i, I was trying to think of you know every you know every day like, there's something like 15,000 murders or something in the united states uh you know each year so that's like what uh if there were five every day that would be like 1500 so that means there's like 50 murders a day i guess in the united states um so you know and and uh we uh we've talked about like how that's divided up like racially or whatever but you know there's enough murders in the united states every day that whether you want to make white people or black people look bad, you as a news organization could like, you know, imagine if I had a news organization and I reported and every single day I wrote, I covered every murder by an African-American and I never, ever covered a murder by a white person. And I just, you know, was going nuts about, you know how whatever you know what i mean like it was like pushing some agenda to like crack down on cities i you know i don't know man to like remove their voting rights i mean what you know whatever whatever the the agenda that came along with it was but you know if if people if, if there would you know if people would watch that they would just be like holy shit like black people are going fucking insane. Like they are so violent, and you know we've got to do something about this problem. And, and even if you were like, look, man, like, look, like a, a white person, you know, look at this this case right here. This is today. A white person killed, you know, uh, you know, killed somebody today, and and they, oh well, it's like one time. You know what I mean? It's like no, you know, and you maybe you try to come up with statistics. It doesn't matter, man. Like people, people don't like operate off of like logical logic, logical deductions from like numbers. You know what I mean? Like they get convinced and they go one way, and you know they're. Uh, like that's it, you know what I mean? Like it's real. They're really hard to bring back, you know, to the other side of the argument or one of the many other ways of looking at, you know, uh, a possible, you know, a situation. Um, whew, l luckily, I I pulled some of this stuff offline because Atlanta's ridiculous infrastructure power uh, has gone out. Again, right in the middle of recording this, but uh, I have these screenshots, so I can wait 
um, you know, recording's an offline thing anyway, so um, you might notice, might have noticed like a, a pop or something. I'll try to get that out in post-production. <clears throat> no, I won't. Um, anyway, so, you know, uh, to me, you know, that's kind of like what CNN is doing. And, you know, and, and, and I mean, it, you know, the reality just, I mean, with this sort of black homicide thing or whatever, I mean, the reality is, is that like they are, you know, uh, African-Americans do commit and uh, like, and, uh, you know, a uh, proportionally larger percentage of the homicides compared to, you know, what percentage of population they make up or whatever. So, I mean, it's like, yeah, but, you know, obviously just that, you know, just inflate, you know, in uh, fanning those flames by just showing murder after murder after murder every day and never, ever reporting like the other side or, you know, maybe never, and, and maybe never like these are also, you know, when when a news article comes out on a murder, it's like the person is accused. Right. You know, and so that, you know, another thing that 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 this like, you know, sort of imaginary news organization would do would on the 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 uh, cases where the the person was actually acquitted or maybe charges were never actually filed or the dropped never reporting on that either you know and i think that's a lot of the way that uh cnn and and a lot of you know msnbc huffington post i mean i i could also like look back at these other ones but i i mean i think the point is made pretty strongly by just sticking with cnn and um but they uh you know, uh, I think it's like very similar. You know what I mean? It's it's just like, like I'm not saying that Trump uh, is a good person or a good president or you know anything, um, but like, you know, the other side is is uh you know killers too. You know what I mean? And that that's kind of what I'm saying. Like it's like I'm not in the previous case. I mean, it's like I wouldn't be saying oh like uh you know. I'm not saying that they're, you know, that like African Americans are don't kill people. I'm just saying that there is like, you know, there there's another side to this that, that you know, like white people are killers also. And by completely ignoring it, you know what I mean? You're, you're sort of almost implying that they're not. And that's what I think CNN is doing, you know, by like completely ignoring it, you know, they're implying that somehow, like, Hillary wouldn't be fucking shit up royally right now. You know what I mean? And, uh, and, and, you know, I mean, I mean, maybe, like, the little bit of slack you can cut him is that, like, Trump is kind of almost, like, begging for this. Like, he's, like, a media, you know, company's wet dream. You know, he kind of just doesn't give a fuck, says whatever he wants. Um, you know, I'm probably more reserved on this podcast that has like a tiny audience than Donald Trump is, you know, on national TV as the president of the United States. So, you know what I mean? Like there is something to that. But, I, you know, I, I mean, just one, you can only come up with one article. It's not about him, you know, and and, you know. When Obama was in office or when Bush was in office, there was literally zero. Like, it's not that much different, right? Like, it's not, you know. Uh, anyway, so uh, what What else? I, I did take a couple other snapshots. Um, 
Oh, I wanted to find, uh, I thought it'd be uh, interesting. I wanted to try and find something like before 9-11. You're going, it's, it's pretty weird too. I I don't know, I don't know how the, uh, exactly how the Wayback Machine decides like when to take snapshots and stuff. Um, But they have far less before 9-11 and then 9-11 on, it's just like, you know, 20 snapshots every single day whereas like in the month of august before there might have there probably wasn't even 20 snapshots for the whole month and it's just yeah it's, it's interesting I, I don't know how they determine that i don't know if it's like a traffic-based thing or or what i mean anyway so there's not a ton of documentation uh before 9-11 but hey, i only needed to pull out like you know a couple um i pulled out november 10th and uh, this was actually with the elections, Bush and Gore. Uh, so breaking news, Florida recount finds Bush leads Gore by 327 votes. The Associated Press reports presidential race still in dispute. They have the president, they have the Florida recount. Uh, shows, you know, Bush at 2,909,000. 814 to Gore's 2,909,585. Advantage Bush, uh, a national uh, Nader looks like he came in third with two point six eight five million. Um. Anyway, so you know that was really dominating the headlines of that day. So would be presidents weighed as Florida recounts votes. County official confirms nineteen thousand votes were tossed out. Uh, so this, you know, this is a big deal, man. There's still people, um, that hold on to this and say, uh, you know, this was the, um, the reason Bush won and they, you know, did illegal stuff. I honestly like didn't look too much into it. Um, you know, back then, uh, like, you know, like I said, I, you know, at that point I, I was not very plugged in the politics and I just, you know, kind of thought it was all bad and didn't really care and um so what else did i pull up okay so then i went to august 22nd 2001 um uh, so this was this was as close as i could get to 9 11 so from august 22nd to 9 11 2001 there i don't think there was a single wayback machine machine snapshot <clears throat> So the top story, this is, this is you know, weeks before 9-11 hits. Powerball frenzy builds. This is the number one story on CNN. Powerball lottery fever spreads across the country as players snatched up tickets in the hope of winning Wednesday night's estimated $200 million jackpot, one of the largest payouts in history. Uh... Helms says he won't seek re-election. North Carolina Senator Jesse Helms announced Wednesday that he would not seek a sixth term in office. Other top stories. Stage set for the budget battle. Sacramento suspect left reasons for killings. Not sure uh, what, who that was. Uh, who, who was that Sacramento killer? Crew returns after almost six months in space. Wildfires heat up in California. Trip asks supporters for money. <laughs> There's a CNN to go. They have top stories on your PDA. That's pretty cool. Uh, CNN access expert, expert. I'd rather play blackjack. Financial planner to winners. 
Uh, oh, this is about the Powerball. Okay, Wolf Blitzer, do you feel lucky? Um, Helms built the North Carolina GOP. Uh, I don't know what else. Uh, how do you feel about Jesse Helms leading, uh, leaving the Senate? Um, there's a lot about Jesse Helms. Deadly storm sweeps through Tokyo. Containment of Western wildfires increases. So, you have that. And um, the last thing that I got was... Uh, I went back just four years back. This was... I was always fourth. But basically four years ago. Uh, so, this was Obama's second term... This, you know, more recent CNN, because uh, I, I was thinking that I wonder when this, you know, maybe this like crossover actually happened during like the Obama years. They started kind of ramping stuff up. Uh, so um, this is the top story, August 4th, 2014, Obama to go his own way on immigration. The so president says he'll sidestep Congress. Um most Mexican child immigrants repeat. I think that means they try to come back in again. Photos, crisis on the border, border crisis, GOP falls into a trap. Uh, so, you know, you got some, it's, it's obviously all about this one thing. Um, so it might be interesting to look through a few days, uh, you know, back then to see like, Every single day, just sort of wind up, um, wind up, uh, yeah, here we go. Um, does every single day just like wind up, you know, all, all about, you know, all about Obama over, over, over again, or, you know, were they actually focusing on an issue? And, um, so let's pick, uh, <clears throat> I don't know. Say later that month, August 28th, 2014. Now I'm actually doing this <clears throat> live, so it'll take a second to load or a minute, whatever. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think I, if you've been listening, I think, you know, you get you get my conclusion here. Um, you know, it's... Uh, So, uh, you know, I mean, it's pretty obvious that, you know, CNN is is like, you know, whether you like Trump or you don't like Trump, uh, you know, or you're, you know, a good a good uh, anarcho-capitalist like everybody should be that's listening to this. Even if you weren't at first, I hopefully you are now. You believe that the non-aggression principle, uh, you know, is the way that we should evaluate, you know, interactions between people. Um you know, there it's kind of like no matter where you stand. I mean, when you you know you look at these just all through you know these different snapshots in time, and you know I promise you, like I did not cherry pick those. I stuck with the date today and looked at that date in past years. So I mean, I, I feel like that's pretty, you know, that's pretty hard to uh, you know accuse me uh, of sort of cherry picking. Um, so uh, I did. So now I just went to a different day in August of 
2014, actually August 27th, uh, the top story. Instructor did pretty much everything wrong. Girl, nine kills instructor with an Uzi. Gun expert, I actually remember this. Gun ex experts say Charles Vega bears much of the blame for the accident that took his life from allowing a young child to operate a fully loaded submachine gun <laughs> uh, to standing in the wrong place. How Uzi accident happened? What were they thinking? Uh, other top stories, will Ebola keep spreading? Oh, man. It's even worse than I feared. Doctor, whatever, uh, somebody from uh, the CDC. Other top stories. <clears throat> General lost rank, forced out. Uh, General loses rank, forced out, cops crew member killed, dead man in 77, fire found alive, and uh, on and on, and you don't see Obama's name everywhere, anywhere at all, so, you know, that's pretty, um, yeah, that's, you know, that's good, that's pretty strong confirmation uh, that, you know, just sort of randomly pulling another date in that month so you know one out of two had an obama headline and even the one you know the august or i think it was fourth actually but of uh you know 2014 it uh you know it's still uh you know only only had one real topic and everything else was, you know, was different. Um, so, I mean, what do we do with this? You know, I, I, I mean, I, I feel like every every episode sort of comes to this kind of same conclusion that, you know, we're sitting here watching out, and I've really been focusing on CNN and the liberals and the Democrats. Uh, you know, I I wouldn't be surprised if it's very similar, you know, on Fox News right now. Um, and maybe you could compare it to the, you know, maybe they have a similar obsession on Trump. I, you know, I don't know. Um, but we, uh, you know, we can... Uh, we can take a look at that if we want and, you know, and verify it. But, you know, let's save that for another time. Um, I have a lot of Democrat and liberal friends. So um, and just just uh, one last try. I picked up. Uh, that's why I was sort of distracted. I've clicked another date, July 8th, 2014, Operation Protect. Protective edge is underway. Reservists called up as rockets fly. Hamas sources reported at least 30 Israeli airstrikes cross Gaza. The escalation comes after a Palestinian team was burned alive. Impossible retaliation for the slaying of three Israeli teens. <laughs> it's like Jesus. Back and forth. Um, I'm not going to read all these other ones, uh, but I don't see any mention of Barack Obama anywhere. So I'm going to I'm done with the Wayback Machine for today. Uh, I think my case has been proven. It's a slam dunk right now. CNN is a complete propaganda 
uh, publication for the Democrats, and it's like, you know, almost wholly focused on Donald Trump and trying to pull up uh, or write negative stories about him, something they look to have never done in the past. Not under, not when George Bush was office. Not in a, they didn't even do the flip side when Obama was in office. They didn't, they didn't pepper their readers with a bunch of like BS positive stories. Um, so they've really gone, you know, off the deep end. Uh, and you know, you know, for me, the like I said, I mean, I do have a lot of liberal friends. I mean, I am, you know, a musician and. You know, I really, you know, I, I have a lot of friends through like music and just like art, that kind of community in general, and just also younger, you know, I have a good amount of friends that are younger than me who sort of just tend to be liberal. Um, and, you know, it, it's, uh, it feels, you know, isolating. Um, you know, that's my, that's sort of, that's certainly one of the stronger feelings that I have, you know, is that, you know, I, I feel like all these people are on this crazy trip, you know, I'm just watching them. It's like I'm watching them and they're, they're just like attached to this machine, you know, just just pumping this shit into their head and they don't they don't see it, you know, and um you know, it's, it's isolating. It feels isolating. You know, I, I feel like I can't relate and I don't want to talk about things. You know, they, they were, they're really, I mean, in general, I, I feel like there's this, this feeling of them just being like really tuned up, you know, well, like way more aggressive than I recall, you know, my sort of liberal friends in the past. You know, a lot more pro You know, I talked about that lawyer, you know what I mean? A lot, you know, way, way more apt to, like, look at viol a violent solution to some issue as the correct solution. Um, and, uh, you know, what do you do? I, you know, I, I really don't know. Um, I honestly think that presenting, you know, what what I just went through today uh, with CNN and sort of comparing what CNN used to be like to now uh, could, you know, could possibly, I, it's, I would say it's different. I've never seen anybody do it, you know. Um, and, you know, I, I, I can guess that I think a lot of people would just assume that it's because Trump is so bad like you know it, it's again it's like once you know um you're sort of convinced a certain way you know a human mind is it's harder to change once they you know once it sort of believes one way uh and they believe one way for sure on this Trump thing and and uh you know they believe he's the worst president ever you believe he's the worst person that's ever been in office by you know leaps and bounds and um you know and i i brought up i've had i mean this is one place you know i i have had some discussions and i you know and it's like well i mean you know not compared to to george w bush right i mean he started two wars he started the patriot act like 
Um, was it not a, like rendition stuff? I mean, you know, like really, really big time shifts in policy happen under him, and they were all bad for us, you know. <laughs> Let us like, I mean, he was at the helm and, you know, going into the financial crisis, uh, recession and, uh, you know, and I feel like they kind of are unconvinced. So I'm not even sure that showing somebody this, uh, you know, would uh, would be very convincing. You know, I think they're just going to say, well, yeah, because he's the worst ever. It's like, of course, CNN's going to focus on Adolf Hitler, you know, the reincarnation of Adolf Hitler being president. Of course, they're going to focus on every single article on that because, you know, we don't want the Third Reich to, like, rise again and, and take over the United States. And that's where they're at. And uh, I don't know. I, do, I don't know how you break that. So, um. Uh, Sorry, I don't have a more <laughs> a more positive, uh, you know, take on this. I mean, you know, so for me, I mean, how I live, like how do you know how do I live? So I sleep at night, um, and you you know you're never never perfect, right? Like, I mean, I also make mistakes. I say things I regret. I do things I regret. Um, you know, and. You try to, you know, sort of repair those damages if you can, or, you know, you at least just, you know, you focus on trying not to repeat, you know, the mistakes or the, you know, things that you did that harmed people or whatever. And, <clears throat> you know, for me, I mean, I, uh, you know, I'm not voting forever. For a candidate that, you know, isn't really strongly anti-war, um, I'm not necessarily voting libertarian, um, but, you know, that that's kind of where I draw the line. Um, I'm also, like, pretty much drawing a line, and I'm probably not going to ever vote for somebody that isn't opposed to the Federal Reserve System and uh, wanting to work to shut that down or, you know— president or, you know, somebody, a member of Congress or, you know, whatever. Uh, and I probably would never vote for somebody that is, um, believes that, you know, right, you know, drugs should be illegal, you know, that, that the government should, uh, govern, you know, what is allowed to put in my body. And I mean, you know, there's a lot of other things. I mean, I probably could sum it up as just like the non-aggression principle, but then, you know, um, I, I'm sure that I would <clears throat> make some concessions if a person, you know, if a person hit those three and then was, uh, I don't know, believe that, you know, that some that we should have some small amount of taxes and like some welfare safety net. I mean, if a person was saying all that and then I, I you know, I would take that lesser of two evils, I'm sure. Um, you know, and then you could be wrong. And I, to some extent, I think that a lot of people did that with Trump, uh, at least people that I know. You know, I think they saw as like, man, this guy is talking different. Um, and... They, uh, 
you know, thought that, like, maybe this guy really will get us out of the Middle East and stuff. I mean, because that's what he said. And, like, yeah, like, every president in history has always lied, you know, said one thing in their campaigning and did the opposite. But, like, this guy seems so different that, you know, maybe he would. And, um, you know, for the most part, I guess they were wrong. Uh, you know, when he's not really pulling out. I mean, I guess the surprise thing has been the stuff with, like, Putin and, and North Korea. You know what I mean? That's been kind of hopeful. Um, but I really don't know what to say because, like, I don't think that necessarily the solution is, like, oh, share a bunch of articles from, like, antiwar.com, you know, to your Facebook feed or Twitter <clears throat> you know what I mean? Like, I don't think people are really hearing that. I, I, I think, like, I I mean, I, like, honestly, like, I don't know that I've affected one person uh, in a positive sense uh, politically or economically um, in my life. You know, I, I honestly don't know. You know what I mean? Like, there's some people that are, like, close to me that I think have gotten stronger and more confident in their positions possibly um by talking to me and and i mean and vice versa right like i i mean i also you know get that as well i mean like to me I, i'm a very like verbal learner so i do really you know i get like ideas but i really like to to talk them out with somebody and and hear you know some like a dissenting uh, idea or, or, you know, uh, somebody that hears what I'm saying agrees with it, you know, either way. But I mean, you know, I don't think I have to explain what a verbal learner is, but, um, you know, I, I am like that. And, and, you know, so there's definitely been like a, you know, a back and forth, uh, in, in my, um, in my life, uh, you know, with this sort of libertarian thing and, but, you know, as far as like all the way, like taking somebody that just like wasn't, you know, particularly somebody that I'm not close to. I mean, that that's another thing. It's like, you know, somebody that I'm really close to. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, to, to me, uh, you know, I've said it before and, and I think that, um, you know, when I, I mean, this, this I mo mostly got from uh, actually the person that shared the, uh, that Yemen National Geographic article, uh, but mostly the, um, you know, I, I think, I, I think, you know, trying to sound different, right? Like people tune you out immediately, you know, um, you know, you start talking like, like Alex Jones, you know, was totally unknown for a long time. And now, you know, all of a sudden he went from just like, nobody knows him to anything, you know, that mentions him is just like, it's obviously wrong. Or like, you know, if you, um, uh, it, I don't know. It's like the, uh, like the adage, like leading with the chin. I mean, I, I think if I come at him with like the economics thing or, you know, why, why the free market, you know, I, I think that that like, I don't, I just, you know, I don't, I don't think people, people are, are they're kind of hearing that from the Republicans and then, and then the GOP is just such, you know, they're just, they're so like amoral and like they, they aren't really for the free market. They've just like 
demolish that. But I think um, I think focusing on the things that you know they should be uh, really in line with is kind of neat. You know, um, like like environment, right? Like you know. I've said it before, I mean, I think establishing that up front, if I'm talking to somebody, and again, like, this is not like, uh, you know, strategy for social media. I don't know how to do that. Um, And I don't know if you can be very effective um, for changing. I think you can, like, galvanize people by just, like, pumping, pumping, you know, story after story of the same opinion, you know, propagandizing them. I think social media works well for that, but I'm not sure it really works well for uh, presenting, like, (laughs) different view than you're used to in a way that you might actually listen to. Uh, I think that's really still got to be done word of mouth and with people that you're close to. And, uh, you know, I think just kind of coming at, like, saying, like, you know, I'm a libertarian because I think it is better for the environment. And I think it's the I think it's the best thing for the environment. I think it's the best thing for poor people in middle class. I think it's the best thing for African-Americans in the United States. That's why, you know, that's why I'm a libertarian. It's not because, oh, I just want to keep all my money and try to get rich on the, you know, by stepping on the backs of like poor people, that is not, you know, that's that's like what the you know the Republicans present, and I think we gotta, you know, if we have any hope of like spreading this, uh, it's that. And then you know, being really strong anti-war, and I, I admit, I mean, like I, I feel like the jury's out on this approach. Um, like you know, I had that crazy conversation with that uh, lawyer last week, where he just basically just sounded like a neocon. I mean, it's just like, dude, this is exactly what the fucking Republicans were saying, you know. And I would be arguing with them in like the two thousands, and now I'm I'm doing it with like a fucking Democrat, you know, somebody that voted probably both terms for Obama and just voted for Hillary, you know, just like a total war hawk, and um. Uh, you know, some other people, I mean, I've had other people kind of come at me like, oh, well, like Trump's worse, you know, Trump's worse, you know, he's, there's actually casualties have gone up and like, yeah, okay. But like, you know, like, because Stalin, you know, killed way more people than Hitler, am I supposed to be like, okay with Hitler? You know what I mean? Like, I mean, it's there. There can be like there's room for a bunch of people in this sort of category of monster <laughs> and uh, or a terrible president, you know, bad person, killer, mass murderer. Right. Like there doesn't though there isn't just one mass murderer. And that's the person that's killed the most. Like if this guy killed, you know, 100,000 people in a year and then this the guy followed him, you know, killed 125,000 people the next year, it does not absolve the person that killed 100,000 people. You know, it's not it's fucking not how it works. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think trying to be calm and, you know, and if that's not how you are, that's not who you are. I mean, I feel like you've done your part. If you yourself don't contribute to the violence by like voting in, you know, casting your vote for some warmonger, um, you know, and uh, I mean, I guess like another thing is we could donate to charitable organizations. You know, I don't know how like antiwar.com, I guess they have some advertising, you know, or, you know, Scott Horton, those kind of people. 
could donate some money, you know, uh, get involved. And I mean, yeah. So, but I, I think, I think you got like, to compete with this CNN propaganda fire hose, Huff Post, you know, whatever, I'm sure Fox News doing the same thing. I mean, I think you got to take like a totally different tact. I think it's got to be like a very human approach to talking to people. And mm, I don't know, you know, I, I think I've kind of tried the tack of like guilting them for being like pro-war. Um, but pretty ineffective. Uh, so, um, let's just quickly, uh, so I'm going to wrap that, that up. I hope that was interesting. I, I may, I'm going to try to like put together a little Facebook post on that, um, and put these screenshots cause I think that's worth sort of saving and, you know, putting into a format to like people can read, maybe connect with somebody. I don't know. Um, but just real quick, antiwar.com. Saudi strikes on Yemen fishing port kill 60. WHO seeks Yemen ceasefire for cholera vaccinations. Remember, there's like, a, what, a million kids of cholera? It's fucking insane. Dozens killed in attack on an Afghan Shia mosque. U.S. senators, Russian sanctions are a bill from hell. Report Hamas accepts long-term Gaza ceasefire. Pompeo, North Korea reports contrary to commitments. Uh, let's see if we can get a quick summary on that. Speaking reporters Friday on a flight to Singapore for talks, Secretary of State Pompeo addressed his claim that North Korea is making fizzle material and subsequent media reports claiming activity at a North Korean missile site. Pompeo said if reports were true, North Korea was behaving in a manner inconsistent with commitments made to the Trump Kim Summit, as well as in violation of UN Security Council resolutions, there is no evidence that either of the allegations is true, however. So, yeah, I remember that, like, last week or something, talking about how they're uh, making, you know, they're still making weapons, and, you know, I'm sure it's just not proven at all. Uh, yeah, so... Got a lot of stuff going on. Wow, 60 killed in a strike in Yemen. So it's really, really bad. And that, you know, that article. Um, okay. And uh, so anyway, that's where I'm going to leave you at today. Uh, you know, CNN's propagandizing. We empathize with athletes. And... There's still people dying every single day in wars in the Middle East that are largely the result of the U.S. intelligence and military that has been voted in by probably the lion's share of your friends and family with their support. So uh, let's try to spread the good word in a, in a soft and loving way. I will uh, talk to you guys soon. Peace. Wants to be the first